Well, I have a question for you from the Holy Spirit today. And it's simply this. Will you be a carrier of God's glory? You know, we really believe that the, the revival is coming. We should say the revival is here. While I was away, while I was traveling, you know, nine hours on the plane, and I had a, about four hours layover in Dublin, I was rereading this book by Smith Wigglesworth, Ever Increasing Faith. It's a new one. There's an expanded, it's an expanded edition, so it's got new things at the back, like how to get out of a hard place, and, and how, how to, what is it, something like how to move in victory. And, um, and so I was reading this book, and I read it with the, with the purpose of finding out another secret of his power. Because wherever I go, and I was about to go and do a weekend conference in Ohio, they always ask me, what was the secret of his power? So I thought, well, I need to find something new to say to them. And, but, you know, as, as, I, as I read this book, it's not new. It's just real that he absolutely understood that the word of God was written to him. It wasn't just a story. He, it comes through in the book that God's word was absolutely written for him and to him. For instance, he read the scripture from Hebrews uh, from Proverbs 10.10 10, that says, he who winks with the eye causes trouble. He says in the book, after I read that scripture, I never winked again. <laughs> he takes it so seriously, you see. He said, because when I read that scripture, I dedicated my eyes to Almighty God. And I said, Lord, I only want my eyes to shine with the glory of God. Isn't that wonderful? When he read the scripture, avoid foolish jesting. He took it so seriously. My mom and dad told me they were often in his home. And he never allowed conversation around him that was foolishness. You see, that is the secret of his power, church. What are we going to do about it? For the Holy Spirit is asking us a question today. Will you be a carrier of his glory? When he read about the leper coming to Jesus and saying to Jesus, I you know, I know I, I, I know you can heal me, but are you willing to heal me? And Jesus said to the leper, I am willing. When he read that, he said to himself, I am. The great I am is willing to heal me. He took the word of God so seriously. When he read about the pool of Bethesda, a man who'd been lying there for 38 years. He says, do you want to be healed? And the man was telling him why he couldn't be healed. But he, 
you know what, what Grandpa Wigglesworth got hold of. Do you want to be healed? Because if you want to be healed, I'm going to heal you and Jesus. Hallelujah. So who has a birthday today? Who has a birthday today? <laughs> who has a birthday in 2023? <laughs> Okay, if you're a visitor here and you've gone, you, sorry, if you're here, I, I didn't get what you said, uh, what did you say, my brother? Oh, oh, in June, my brother, you can have it. Listen, hold it, hold it. This is how you get the promises of God. You go for it. You go for it. Good. Bless you, brother. Hallelujah. Don't let the promises of God slip, you, slip by you. Proverbs 13, 13 says, He who despises the word will be destroyed. Wow. But he who fears the commandment will be rewarded. Will you be a carrier of God's glory? It must have been about 25 years ago. I was sitting in a missionary meeting. And I heard the Lord speak to me so clearly. He said, I will ask you one more time. Will you serve me in full-time ministry? One more time. Whoa, I had sensed his calling, you know, but ministry for me, there was nothing glamorous about it. I was born on the mission field. Then there was a terrible war. We had to run for our lives. We went through Zambia. We went through Zimbabwe. We got to South Africa, and then I became a pastor's daughter. I want to tell you, I know everything about, minis about ministry. And you see, while we were, when I got to South Africa, I met the most wonderful man in the world. And you know, he had a great job. And he gave me everything I'd never had. The house with the, with the, with the slate roof, the swimming pool, the furniture, everything I'd never had. We both had really good jobs. We both had good cars. Our children were in the best school. And now God is saying to me, I will ask you one more time. That's serious. And you know, I heard the Holy Spirit saying to share, will you be a carrier of my glory? For somebody here, it may be one more time. There was a, a gentleman came to see me one day for prayer. He said, I've been asking the Lord for money. He said, but the, the Lord never gives me money. He said, all I ever get is job offers. He said, but even that has stopped.
because you see the Lord comes to us and he comes to us and he comes to us and then one more time and we just hold on to the way we want it to be and it's gone not that you're not going to go to heaven you know but I want to tell you if you say yes to Jesus you will have the most exciting exciting life that you could ever dream of because God has things for your life that are beyond anything you could ever, ever imagine. If you'll just say yes to Jesus. And usually the thing you're holding on to is the very thing that's going to open the door for you. To move forward into all that God has for you. Will you be a carrier of my glory? You know, as I sat there in the meeting that day, the Holy Spirit came to my help. He is the helper. And as, as the Lord had said one more time, I then heard the voice of the Holy Spirit so clearly. And he quoted a scripture to me. And he said, faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. And I suddenly I, I saw the light. I said, well, Holy Spirit, if you will do it through me, for me, in me, and you are so faithful, I can say, yes, Lord. I said, yes, that night. And my whole life changed very quickly. As Abel to heard the call of God, and we went to Bible school, we gave up our jobs, but God has been so faithful. You see, Moses, he made excuses. He said, Lord, I can't speak. I stutter. Usually the excuse you're making is probably the area he's going to use you in. Because I always said, I'm too shy. I can't speak. I can't get up on the platform. But you see, when Moses said yes, he became the greatest miracle worker this world has ever seen. The Red Sea split, the water coming out of a rock. Food falling from heaven every day in the wilderness. When we say yes to Jesus and say, I will be a carrier of your glory. And I can see, as I look across the audience today, that the Holy Spirit is speaking to many of you. Gideon was another one. When the Lord called him, he says, but Lord, I'm the youngest. Why are you calling me? I'm the youngest, I'm the smallest, I'm the least. But God raised him up to be a mighty general. Saved the nation from the Midianites. You know, Peter, we all know Peter because he denied Jesus three times. And then Jesus met him on the, boat, on the beach one more time. Peter do you love me? Yes, Lord. Well, then feed my sheep. That was the first denial repented of and forgiven. Jesus says, Peter, do you really love me? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Then feed my lambs. Second denial forgiven and repented of. Peter, do you love me? And you know, Peter, Peter began to, to really sense 
This is the last opportunity. It's a one more time. Yes, Lord, I do love you. And we know that on the day of Pentecost, he was the one that stood up and 3,000 souls were saved as the glory of God came upon him. He was loosened. His tongue was loosened. His fear was gone. A new boldness and a new authority came upon him. When you say yes to Jesus, will you be a carrier of my glory? This is a step up from the normal Christian life. This is when you read the word of God after you've said yes. You are going to read and you're going to say, wow, that's for me. God's talking to me. This is for me. And your life is going to change. You know, I was at the airport in Dublin and there was a family, a uh, few people like a, they seem to be friends sitting over here and then I saw a lady take a bottle out of her bag and she walked up to the gentleman and she said have some coke he says no ways you didn't she said yes he says no I'm topped up I began to realize that bottle was spiked it was a Coke bottle. She says, go, go on, have some more. And he's, no, I don't want to put my lips to that bottle. She brings out a cup. She was already. She gave him a half a glass and he took it. And a scripture came into my heart. And it says, woe to him who gives his neighbor drink even to make him drunk. Woe, woe means, oh no, oh no, this is bad news. It goes on, that scripture to say, what you do or what you did to your neighbor will steal your glory and you'll end up in shame. You see, that lady had an agenda. And so they sit, we're sitting on the plane and, 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 you know, they're just getting, people that have had too much to drink talk too loud and tell you too much. And they, they're just going and they're talking too loud. And, and she says to him across the aisle, when we, when we land, I've got another bottle for you. And he's so weak, but he's saying, no, no, please. But I could tell his will has totally gone. Will you be? carrier of God's glory. So when we see anything in the word of God, we'll say, I'm going to change that. He's going to change our conversation. He's, he's going to bring blessing upon us. And he's going to help us to touch nations. God has a, a, a restoring strategy for every one of us, a restoring strategy. He wants to restore whatever the devil has broken in our lives and give it back to us. Whatever the devil has pulled down and, and whatever he has put on us and chained us with, 
the Holy Spirit, when he says, will you be a carrier of my glory? He's saying, I'm going to restore everything back to you again. You know, in 2019, I went to the USA to a place called Ohio. And the mayor came into the meeting. And the mayor gave me the keys for the city. And then I went to Arkansas. And the mayor came to the meeting. And the mayor gave me the keys to the city. But you know, in 2019, I had a dream. And God gave me a bunch of keys. And in the dream, I was told, these keys are to drive a car in England. And so, at the end of 2019, we received an invitation to come to England. That was the greatest honor that Abe and I have ever had. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is, if you will say yes, yes, Lord, I will be a carrier of your glory. He will, he will do amazing things in your life because he has great plans for your life. Plans that you cannot even dream of, the scripture says. Plans to give you a future and a hope. And so today, church, Will you be a carrier of God's glory? So, there's a wonderful scripture in Habakkuk 2, verse 14. And you know, we can read this, and we, we, we try to say, what dispensation is this? And we have all these theological questions, but after reading uh, Grandpa Wigglesworth's book, I'm, I'm just taking the word of God as though it's for me. So Habakkuk 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The key word in that scripture is filled. Filled with the glory. Filled with the glory. Saturated the word knowledge it it means having personal experience so the my life my my life where i am will be filled saturated with a personal knowledge experience of the glory of the lord hallelujah do you want your life to be like that? The Holy Spirit is asking you, will you be a carrier of my glory? There may be some things that we have to change, but the glory will fill you with the fire of God. The glory will cause you to give your whole life to God no matter what the sacrifice. The glory will cause you to live a life of worship. The glory will enable you to see the goodness of God in every situation. And this one is so important because it's so easy to see, to see the negative, always to see what's wrong. You know, yesterday we watched the coronation and you know what touched my heart so much? Because the scripture says a little child shall lead them 
and I think it was one of the grandsons, went up to the future king and said, we welcome you in the name of the king of kings. Hallelujah. A little child shall lead them. Hallelujah. The king of kings. The king of kings. Always find something good in your day. Find something good in somebody. Like the preacher, they came to him and they said, you know that old drunk? He died. And the preacher looked and said, there's just one thing I know about him. He had beautiful blue eyes. Always look for the good in somebody. Look for the glory in somebody. Release the glory over somebody. You see, we're talking about, you know, you may notice, whenever I open in prayer, I say, take us to another degree of glory. And that's why the Lord speaks to me about these things. Because it doesn't just happen. It's degree by degree. It's challenge by challenge. It's word by word. As we read his word every day and take it seriously, we go to another degree of glory. Will you be a carrier? of God's glory, there's healing in the glory, there's financial provision in the glory. There's, when the glory of God really comes in here, we'll all be on our knees. We had a glimpse of that a few weeks ago when we sensed the glory of God come into this place. You know, Matthew seven twenty four, Jesus talks about building your life on the rock. So that when the winds come and, and things go wrong, you stay strong. In South Africa, there's an evangelist. He, we call him Uncle Angus. Angus Bucken. I don't know if any of you have heard about him. You have. He, he, uh, his ancestors come from Scotland, so he does. I know he comes to the UK. He does, he does campaigns, thousands of people. He called a prayer meeting once, and a million people came. You see, because South Africa was in trouble, that's how we get out of trouble. Britain, we need to call some prayer meetings, amen. Uncle, Ang Ang Uncle Angus needs to come and call a prayer meeting in Britain. He, he became known as a man who mentored men. And when he had the men, he would say to the men, say amen, and they would say amen. He said, no, say it like a man. Amen. And it, it's, it's just like a password for the men that they say amen like a man should say amen. He mentored the men. He had 30,000 men at one time on his farm as he was speaking to them. But he tells how one day he took a, a group of young men. And I thought about this as, as uh, we heard about John take, going for a walk. I really encourage you to go. Because, you know, it could change your life like it did with these young men. So he took a group of young men and they went mountain climbing. And they climbed up this mountain and then they got to a very difficult place just before the peak. He said the, on the one side it was sheer rock. 
on the other side, there was a, a, an absolute drop down. And the path was only wide enough for you to put one foot in front of the other at a time. And the boys turned around and said, no, we can't do this. It's too dangerous. <laughs> We're too scared. We can't do it. He said, you know what? You can do it one, one foot at a time. He said, at the top, there's ice cream, there's hamburgers, there's Coke, there's chocolate, there's everything you want. And they did it. And they became part of his mighty men group. And they today thank him because they said it wasn't the reward of ice cream. It was the reward of never giving up. It was the reward of no matter how hard something is, you just keep going one step at a time. The scripture says, the steps of a righteous man or a good man are ordered by the Lord. It doesn't say the leaps and the jumps. But the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Keep walking forward. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't turn back. Will you be a carrier of my joy? Let me tell you what happens. You see, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and, and so we are likened unto a, a house with the foundations are on the rock. But what we do is we keep knocking down the walls of the house to inspect the foundations, and we say, you see, the problem with my life is it's, it's the home I was born into. It's, it's my mom. It's my dad. It's It's the city I was born into. It's, it's, it's the school teacher. It's, it's what happened when I was three. We go back to the foundations all the time. And we're, we're looking because we have not understood what Jesus did for us on the cross. Let me tell you what he did. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, If anyone, if any man, any woman, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Why do you keep going back and digging in the old foundations? You have been put on a new solid rock on the, on the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't go back. You are a new creation. You are a new creature. Old things have passed away. Whatever happened, whatever happened, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, has cleansed you and has removed your sin as far as the east is from the west, and there is no more condemnation.
condemnation upon your life. Your past has gone. You are a new creation. You see, church, we have to take the word of God at face value. And we have to be able to say, I am a new creation. Everything has become new. That's where we stand. Will you be a carrier of God's glory? I was thinking about Moses. You know, he had to climb a mountain before he could enter the cloud of glory. You can read about it in Exodus 24. He climbed the mountain. And then there was a cloud of glory and he went into there for 40 days and 40 nights. He was with that glory. Wow. How wonderful. If you're climbing a mountain today, I urge you to say yes. I will be a carrier of the glory. I'll go to the top. I'll go to the cloud of glory. And I know God will use you mightily in this end time revival. Hallelujah. Matthew, can I have you up here, please? I'd like every head bowed, every eye closed. We never close a meeting without asking everyone in the room, do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Or do you need to rededicate your life to Jesus? Today, on the count of three, if you need to receive Jesus or rededicate your life, I want you to raise your hand and we're all going to pray for you. Are you ready? One, two, three. Are there any hands here today that you want to receive Jesus? Any hands here today? You want to receive Jesus? I'm going to give a second call today as Matthew sings the goodness of God to us. I want us to spend a good five minutes answering the question, will you be a carrier of my glory? You can sit in your seat. You can kneel at your chair. You can come at the front, to the front, to the altar here. But this is between you and God. Will you be a carrier of my glory? And if you're saying yes, will you allow the Holy Spirit? I see hands going up everywhere. Will you, will you allow the Holy Spirit? to remove what needs to be removed, to change what needs to be changed. I tell you, your language will change. Your thought life will change. And God will do something extraordinary in your life that you never believed could happen to you. Amen. Let's sing, Matthew. We're going to spend some time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're saying yes, Lord. We want to be a 
of your glory today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This, this is one of the most serious moments of your life. Thank you, Jesus.
today and is anybody in your life that you do not speak to because of an issue because of an offense is there somebody in your life that you do not want to ever see again would you would you allow the holy spirit to fix that situation would you say i forgive them lord i forgive them lord We'll put it right. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to put offenses right because we want to be carriers of your glory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The old has gone. The new is here. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Now, you know, we're taking the word of God seriously. The Bible says if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. So if you need healing today, just put your hand up right where you are right where you are. And I want people around those hands, would you go and pray for them? Thank you, Jesus. These signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. There's a lady over here. Please would somebody go and pray for her. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. You will recover because it's a work of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 